1: and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision.
0: Ashley Saunders, the National Director of Family Voice Australia, who just happens to be in Brisbane today and out in the weather. Hello, Ashley Saunders. Welcome back to 2020.
1: Uh, Thank you, Neil. It's uh, good to be with you. I'm sitting in a car uh, with uh, rain falling all around me and I'm looking at uh, uh, a storm water cover being lifted as uh, water... Uh, flows upwards, just uh, the storm water system not being able to uh, contain the water and lifting that lid and um, for those who are not in, uh, in, in the areas affected by the rain, uh, it really is coming down uh, quite heavily in uh, in gusts and uh, we're told that it's only going to get heavier and worse this afternoon and this evening. Uh,
0: That's right, and I think the worst time is uh, likely to be later afternoon in Queensland and into the early evening. So uh, that's why the authorities are trying to get everyone off the roads and safe at home, tucked away uh, from what will be a significant deluge. Well, of course, uh, your thoughts, Ashley, as we've come through uh, Tropical Cyclone Debbie, uh, now the rain depression and... Are heading south and uh, potentially doing a lot of flood damage. But uh, your thoughts uh, for those in North Queensland who've suffered so significantly with this tropical cyclone, how do you feel? Uh,
1: I, I can't imagine what it is to go through uh, what they've been through. I, I have friends in Mackay. Um, one of my friends is a police uh, officer in Mackay, and, um, uh, and so I've been hearing uh, what's been going on up there, and I, I just can't imagine it. I've lived through... Uh, the very severe floods in Ipswich and Brisbane of 2011. Uh, I've lived through the Newcastle earthquake of 1989, uh, but I've never lived through um, a cyclone as uh, as horrible as this has been. And uh, my thoughts and prayers are with those who've been affected.
0: Ashley, let's turn our attention to some of the challenges that are going on in the nation. Uh, For quite some time, there's been a prediction that changing marriage laws... Uh, would bring about a level of persecution of Christians in Australia. And we don't have to wait for the laws to change. Some of that persecution is already here for those who would dare, even these days, uh, to put your head above the parapet and identify with Christian organisations. You've been monitoring along a number of circumstances. What are your feelings about the way things are developing? Uh,
1: Things are moving very quickly in that uh, area. Uh, You you and I talked about this last week, and uh, it first rose its... uh, uh, had its head above the water, I guess, uh, the week before, if I can use that analogy. And uh, and the story just continues. So what's happened this week uh, is that in response to the concerns and the um, persecution being levelled against uh, a board member of the Lachlan Macquarie Institute, um, he has felt it necessary um, in the interests of uh, the business that he's a part of to resign his position on that board And going even beyond that, uh, in the interest of public safety, the Australian Charities and Not-for-Profit Commission has granted an application to uh, the Australian Christian Lobby and the Lachlan Macquarie Institute to keep the names and details of their board members secret. Um, And uh, who would have thought that uh, for the sake of being on um, the board of a Christian organisation, uh, either for your own commercial interests or for the safety of yourself or your family, in modern-day Australia, we'd want to keep our names secret. But that's how far things have gone very quickly.
0: Well, I know that the Lachlan Macquarie Institute does some wonderful work, and one of their focuses, and you might be familiar with what they do, Ashley, but they prepare young people and uh, uh, university uh, graduates uh, for public life. Uh, it is a rough and tumble of public life and and they do a fabulous job preparing young people with a Christian worldview to be able to enter public life uh, in order to preserve the nation from some of the uh, the change that's coming upon it. Uh, what are your thoughts about the need for actually... Uh, you know, this does, as it does, doesn't it? It, it uh, actually uh, intensifies the need for people to be prepared to enter public life.
1: Oh, without a doubt. I... Um Uh, For myself, I um, became involved in public life in my early 20s and I was elected to uh, Newcastle Council when I was uh, 26. And uh, even though I'd been involved behind the scenes in uh, uh, background politics for some years, uh, there there were parts of what I experienced for which I wasn't prepared. And uh, I take my hat off to the Lachlan Macquarie Institute for wanting to take young people... Uh, young people who have been uh, university educated and to prepare them to stand uh, for Jesus in, in public life. And uh, that's their focus. That's the focus of the Institute. And uh, as I said, I take my hat off to them. It's really needed uh, in today's society. Uh,
0: so, what have we gotten to at this point, your thoughts, Ashley, when board members of an organisation like that, uh, with a motive of. Uh, raising up, nurturing, shaping young lives uh, to be effective, good citizen leaders in our nation, uh, where they have to be remaining anonymous because uh, they are susceptible to attack uh, from people who don't like the values of the organisation. Where where are we at?
1: Uh, We're at a very poor place. Uh, Probably about a decade or so ago, I was in a country in the Middle East uh, where um, believers in jesus are persecuted for their faith and uh, as i prayed and as the other pastors who were with me prayed um, with this pastor in this country that uh, that they would be able to stand with courage uh, he said well i want to pray for you as you face persecution because the time is coming when in your land uh, people will um, find it hard to stand for jesus and uh, we found it hard to believe back then that that might be the case, but it is. And so one of my friends uh, here in Brisbane is, um, has a heart to develop um, something that would help Australian Christians um, cope with the persecution that's coming. Now, I pray to God that it won't come, that it won't be any worse than it is. Um, I pray that, that men and women of faith would be able to stand with confidence and courage uh, in public life at the same time, we need to be prepared and we need to, again, to borrow from Scripture, we need to be wise and gentle, uh, wise in the way we do things and gentle in the way we interact, even with those who would persecute us.
0: There is a sense, isn't there, that those who are opponents of a Christian view, and uh, usually we're talking about the Christian view when it comes to marriage or when it comes to issues to do with Christianity, and sometimes that's contrasted uh, with issues to do with Islam. Uh, But what we're talking about is uh, an intimidation against those voices that want to... Uh, present a biblical position. Uh, This intimidation, sometimes you could call that a a, a bullying tactic. It's all about trying to silence voices. Uh, Do you think it's working, uh, Ashley? And uh, do you think there's a message in there for people not to be silenced, even though there might be some intimidation tactics being used?
1: Uh, Yes, I agree that we need not to be silenced. I also agree that there are some people who are finding it uh, much easier not to stand for Christ. Uh, I talk with Uh, high school students who find it easier not to stand and profess to be a Christian because somehow or other as soon as you identify as being a Christian you are then labelled as a bigot or or, or as a homophobe or something else Um, I've been in discussion by email with a university student who is wanting to do a doctoral thesis on a biblical framework of man-woman marriage And, uh, and this lady's Uh, supervisor said, you do know, of course, that if that's what you do your thesis on, uh, you're you're inviting uh, people to to get in your face. You're inviting people to come against you. And uh, courageously, she has said, yes, I understand that. But I believe that it is right and proper that I focus on this subject.
0: And this is in a university, uh, I imagine a state-run university, which is supposed to be a platform for the free flow of ideas. And uh, when it has a Christian focus to a university, of course there is an openness to a free flow of ideas, but it seems to be that there are those who are trying to shut those ideas down. When we talk about intimidation, is there a biblical response to intimidation? Sometimes we think of the story of Jesus telling Disciples to turn the other cheek, uh, what are your thoughts on on this understanding of turning the other cheek when you 're a Christian believer uh,
1: back in the day when Jesus was walking around, I want you to imagine um, some some physics here um, what what the verse says what Jesus said was if someone slaps you on your right cheek turn the other cheek so that he can slap you on the left. And I want you to imagine you're in a society where you use your right hand. The only way that you can be slapped with a right hand on the right cheek is by a backhander. And back in those days, the backhander was what you would do to a child who was beneath you or what you would do to a slave who was beneath you or what you would do with somebody from another country who was considered to be beneath you. And so there's a sense in which... Jesus is saying don't retaliate, but certainly respond in a way that affirms the dignity of human life, that affirms your dignity. And so basically what Jesus is saying is by slapping you on your right cheek with a backhander, the person is saying, you're beneath me. But what you need to do is say, I'm not beneath you. If you're going to slap me, then give me an open-handed slap on the left cheek like you would your equal. And uh, Jesus is saying, don't retaliate, but respond in a way that affirms dignity. And that's what I would encourage people today. Don't retaliate, but respond in a way that affirms the dignity of your life as well as every other human being created in the image of our Creator God.
0: And, of course, the wisdom of Jesus applied to the circumstances that many Christians are facing today Uh, is uh, for some it's an affront but uh, to think and to reflect on the story that you've just told uh, the teaching of Jesus about that and uh, having a cultural context it does make sense and and that's why we're enlightened so much by the teaching of Jesus Uh, this is important for us to take in Ashley
1: it it really is and Jesus went on to talk about uh, you know if um, uh, if the Roman soldier comes and uh, asks you to carry his pack for a mile go the extra mile and Back in those days, the Roman soldier was, uh, was totally in his rights to require uh, a Jew to carry uh, the pack for a mile, but no more than a mile. And so by going the extra mile, I want you to imagine that this Roman soldier is now saying to you, please, put down that pack. I'm in danger of getting in trouble. Um, you've already carried it a mile. I've gone the limit of what I'm allowed to do. My own boss is going to be down on me and, again... What it's doing is you're not retaliating, but you're responding in a way that says, I'm carrying this pack because I'm choosing to. You haven't made me do something. I'm choosing um, to do something. And if you're uncomfortable with that, that's your issue. And so as we put the the cultural context around those stories, they really are very applicable to today. And uh, I would encourage your listeners, uh, like I do most weeks, to stand with confidence, confidence, and courage and not be ashamed to own the name of Jesus.
0: Well, Ashley Saunders, great insights today and certainly always appreciate your thoughts. Uh, Ashley Saunders, the National Director of Family Voice Australia. There is a website, fava.org.au. That's the website for Family Voice Australia, fava.org.au. And uh, as uh, always, uh, plenty of resources there to be able to be informed and arm yourself as so that you are aware of what sort of tactics might be used by those who might try to silence your voice as a Christian believer when you want to stand up for those values that are inspired by Christ. Ashley, thanks so much for taking time to talk to us again today on 2020.
1: It's a pleasure, and uh, like the Premier of Queensland has been saying, I say to your listeners, uh, keep safe today, please.